Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. All right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Present. (laughs) What a dick. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're, going to, we're then going to talk about each guest, the talking point, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamar, are there any new patrons? Let this be dorned the week of the Alex. Okay. <laughs> Two Alexes. Dorned. Oh, he's going to struggle with the Greek one. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Alex Athanakos. Alex Athanakos. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. The Greek one. That's a return, by the way. Came, left, came back. Welcome back, brother. And also a uh, big shout out to Alex Helt. A little easier on that one. Alex, both of you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Big fucking shout outs. You guys are the real ones. You guys are the the fucking real ones. Had I not mentioned the Dorning, you guys would have made a big deal about two Alexes. What a thing. I sort of stepped on the lead there. But thank you to all the Patreons, past and present. Like and subscribe. Smash that smash button. Yeah, what he said. Yeah, smash that smash button. Kamar, how was your week? Oh, pretty quiet week, except I served. This is going to get sort of boring, but, you know, I work in a really high-end place. A lot of big events, and this week was the... um, A lot of movers and shakers. 58th annual prayer breakfast. Wow, that must have been terrible to work. Where 700 religious leaders go to hear the uh, prime minister and the leader of the opposition... I, I, I can't describe what they do. Just sort of pander for their votes and their, their influence. So you rubbed arms with JT? JT and PP. And JC. Did you give, <laughs> did you give PP the, the pound like I just did to you? I did not, but um, I didn't oh, get that close. Up. JC, Jesus Christ. And JC is true. But, but he's you, everywhere. You just think these are Americans. Like the religious right or whatever, but they're 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 here as well, hmm. and uh, they liked PP more than J, JT. Well, well, doesn't everyone? I don't think that's well in that particular yeah. crowd. It was just interesting to see him sort of squirm, and you know, I mean, again, rubbing elbows with world leaders. It doesn't get much better than that. And then I watched that Swarm thing, which like and subscribe, leave a comment if you watch Swarm. Simon, your week? Uh, my week was whatever. Um, but I did, speaking of religion, I watched this thing on the Duggars. Yeah. You know, the Duggars. Oh, yeah. The, they yeah, had a lot of kids, the Dug- Duggars. Yeah, Mormons? No, they're part of this other cult religion that I didn't know. Like, I didn't know that. I thought they were just a big old just family. A big old you group know? of Duggars. But yeah, they have this whole like homeschooling culty thing where they're like, making world leaders to overthrow governments or something. Are they all funny looking? And then one of the kids was a pedo and he was pedoing all his sisters. There's one? One that we know of. But this is the crazy part, okay? This is the crazy part. So they are 
a family of 19. Yeah. And the parents know that the boy is a pedo mm-hmm. because they already have sent him away to like a boot camp to rid him of any pedoness. And now he's back. And they still decide to do a the show. Dugger show. Like with this, how does it not come out? You know what I mean? It's, it just seems insane, but they just want to push this. That's part of the pushing this religion or this cult. Or uh, Anyways, it's worth the watch. Also, I'm it's, sure you got to pay for 19 kids. That can't be cheap. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is crazy. Like, they, they're talking about how it all functions. And, like, so they'll have uh, older, a bunch of daughters. Mm-hmm. And the daughters are responsible for, like, three children under them. Oh, that's it's terrible. Like, yeah, it's like a pyramid scheme. That's so weird with it's, kids. It's no, ch- it's like Nexium for children. That's, That's so weird. That's exactly what it is. Minus the sex, but with a little bit of it, unfortunately, because, like I said, the pedo guy, Josh. What is wrong with people? Cool story. Cool fucking story, Simon. Way worth, to start off worth, on a, worth the watch. Worth the watch. <laughs> okay. That's it. Uh, my week was great. We sold the house finally, so we're out of here. Congrats. About goddamn time. And that's it. I don't think there's anything else to report, really. Oh, it was my grandmother's 90th birthday. So happy birthday to her. Happy birthday, Mary. Yeah, we call her Mayor, but yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. I believe I uh, ran into my uncle, my famous uncle. You believe you did? You're not sure? No, I, I was just wrestling whether I mentioned this the week before, but it just happened. It was my um, stepfather's birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my uncle, my successful uncle, who's in film and television, and he was saying that this strike thing is going to really go on for a long time. Uh, directors, other um, unions are going to join, and it will be prolonged. So you stomped all over Matt's announcement to tell us that? I ruined his grandma's birthday. Yeah, yeah, happy fine, birthday, whatever. Mayor. I will, you know what I got to say is funny, just real quick. We, were, we had dinner at the Hunt Club last night. And whoa, 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 whoa. We just took a trip to Paris I mean, to have a little lunch. There's at a lineup of the McDonald's. Whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry. So we're in the presidential room. We were staying in the suite yeah. of the Chateau of Laurier, uh, the honeymoon suite. We're not even married. The point Sorry. is all Sorry. the photos are of all the past presidents are up on the wall. And like, obviously all white dudes. Finally, you get to the, I think like the, like 2013 and there's a white woman, but like, Whoa! It just looks like a wall of hate. <laughs> it really doesn't. Oh, look... Oh, the presidents of the hunk of the hunk yeah, yeah. not not of the Which United States. Yeah, yeah. That that would be a weird flex. Make any yeah, sense. very Especially odd. Just every president yeah. has played golf at the hunt club. It seems anyway. like a stretch. Tomorrow, you want to go over the guest list this week so we can do what we do here. Very very short week. Thank you for asking, Matt. Uh, we start off with 1992. Our favorite old director, Oliver Stone. There was a JRMA episode, but we don't cover M-M-A, that. MMA, MMA, JRA. That's a whole new thing. G R E M M A. That's what I said. Um, you believe wrong. That is not at all what you said. <laughs> yeah. I stand to be corrected. You and we should fin- be. We finished off the week with 1993. Uh, Josh Dubin and Bruce Bryan. So here's the thing, okay? Just before we get rolling, 
Okay. Most podcasts, I'm just going to hate on Joe a little bit. Most podcasts, you know, they get released on certain days. You know, it's coming out on a Tuesday or a Tuesday and a Friday. I'd say the majority. majority? All, all podcasts. I don't think there's one that doesn't like, I mean, whatever. I, I stand I to be like corrected. I feel like is kind of random. But Joe is just so, I don't even know what the word is, but it's like, we'll give you six one week and two the next. Come on, man. There were three this week. And the week you before. Always, you always do that. No, I'm going to do it too. The week before there were four. One of them was an MMA. I just, what kind of continuity are you looking for here? You want specifically Joe to say, I will release an episode Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. That's what you're looking for? Okay. If you're, yes, I would like. I'm just curious. I would, I would I'm very, trying to get to I the bottom of this. I would very much okay. like that. Uh, actually, I would like it to be Monday. I don't understand why Monday is a day off. That's when our week starts. That's when we want our first podcast. I, okay. I believe he records Friday, Saturday, Sunday. For the he, most part. Joe has no problem not being current. We know this. Come on. Okay. So just I, none of this makes any sense to me because he has to have a bunch in the. You, but you think he does all his podcasts on the weekend? Yep. They're often like we have to go to a show after this. So they, they're he's they're, usually performing on the weekends. I don't know. It makes it makes the most sense that any anywho, we know that he keeps a bunch in the can okay. and he could, and so then a week like this doesn't make any sense to me. Where he'd have two, don't say three, and another week he'll have five, don't say six. So you don't, okay. So you I don't, don't count you don't like the, the MMAs. Okay, I don't that's count fine. Them. Okay, they're not. Well, he part, does. Okay, but they're not part of. He doesn't care about our world. It's not our world, Matt. It's most of the world. No. Do I, we think there's minimums? Spotify and Even Joe if have a you minimum. like UFC, Matt, you're not listening to the JRE MMAs. Nobody does. Well, people do, and they generally end up being more interesting than the run-of-the-mill same you guests over and over again. You think people do, but most people are just subscribed to the channel like me, so it seems like I'm watching the episode because they all get downloaded because that's how it works, but nobody's listening to them. And that's why Joe... Let's be fucking realistic. That's why Joe did the... Uh, Making it its own thing. Because <laughs> it's more, is it just another re- episode revenue stream for him? It's like nothing. But he says, I talk about fighting a lot. If you don't want to hear about fighting, probably don't listen to this. So I'm going to tell you it's an MMA, not just a person. Yes, exactly. Correct. Come on. <clears throat> I just a- don't. I, what's, weird, what's weird is this. We have a week of like what we would consider no heavy lifting. No Saturday drop. This should be a week where you come in here in a fucking great mood, but instead you're Me? So, yeah. There was some anxiety about a Saturday drop, but it didn't come. So guess Saturday what? was over. And how, that was My yesterday. Was I wanted a Saturday drop. I've, this anyway. You know what? This week will no, just it's very be incomplete. To, and we'll what if you got go a Saturday? What if you got a Saturday and it was like someone you absolutely despised? Well, then at least we'd have the venom to talk about. You know, I just want to see how we hate shit Saturday on the last jobs. podcast of the week. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I do but have to say, I too. Also, <laughs> before we start, something very weird happened this week. With all due respect, I was listening to one of the episodes and I got interrupted by an ad, as you tend to. 
It was a BetterHelp ad, but it wasn't Joe reading it. Sophia, or, uh, what's your name from? Yeah, that uh, happened to you too. Happened to a lot of people. It was very weird. And then Who I was why? didn't happen to me. Well, because I, I was like, "Who is this?" And then I thought, "Okay, Joe just has someone reading his ad." And then at the end, it was like, "Go to BetterHelp.com/daddy." And I was like, "Is this a call her daddy ad?" Oh, that's interesting. That that the code would be for her. That's what I was thinking. Very odd. She Cross got a free. Promotion. She got a massive bump there. I heard an ad where Joe said, "Hello, Canada." Yeah, I saw. Yeah, the or VPN, VPN or yeah. something. He knew I was listening. <laughs> Listen to us just free plugging all their fucking bullshit. I'm he gonna. He knew fucking... I was listening. He was like, "Hello, Kamar." No, Canada. Hey, Canada. You call the person. Oh, that'd be great if it was like "Hello, Kamar." Because, dude, I don't know if you noticed, know, Spotify now has a a DJ, and I don't know if they give you like. I listen to a lot of black music, so my DJ happens to be black. His name is like Antoine. I'm curious to know if you listen to a lot of like country, if they still give you the same DJ. Either way. Like a Cyrus or something. They tell you to DJ, but it's just an algorithm? No, he, dude, this guy comes on and is like, what's up, Matt? I'm Antoine, and I'm going to be spinning you some of your favorites. Yeah, he's not a real person. Yes, thank you, Simon. I'm fucking well aware of That's what he's saying. Yeah, but my thought I was being ironic, but thanks for the cover. (laughs) Anyways. Okay, go ahead. So it is an algorithm. Of course, AI but my point is it talks to you and it'll be like, now I'm going to play something that you haven't heard. So it's just natural Sounds that wildly racist. Joe will know I'm listening. Well, he won't because it's not Joe. My point, was, the they could, will know my point was the AI could make it personal. So Joe ads. is like, hey, Kamar, VPN. You can now jerk off to all the... Kamar, you look so good in a Cadillac. Oh, wow. That's a great... Wow. Why haven't they done that? I'm sure it's coming down the pike. All right, well, let's start the let's start this. Oliver Stone. 1992, Oliver Stone. This is a really funny podcast. Because... <laughs> <laughs> um, the shift. Okay. <laughs> like when you're talking... It would be like the equivalent if you're talking to someone at length and have a really productive conversation and everything's going well and then they drop the flat earth. Mm. Or something like that. They're like a Holocaust denier or something. Sure. Just something that you find. Oh, you're talking about when he I was I don't like you bad-mouthing the flat earth. That seems... Uh, I, I, th- I feel like I'm throwing myself under the bus. Well, okay. Yes, well, there look. was a car crash moment where he was like, well, I don't eat meat anymore. And he was yeah. like, why? Because I watched this film called yeah. Game Changers. And you could... You With could, reverence. You well, could that hear, film's full of shit. <laughs> no, no. He said, Game Changers. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> how, how will I unpack this? It was like the whole thing fell apart. Yeah. Dude, that's so funny. That's exactly what happened. He was like, game changers. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you can see the little hamster running in his brain. Like, if I destroy his hopes and dreams now, podcast won't probably fall apart. Let's talk about JFK some more. And then. (laughs) No, but it did fall apart anyway. Because then Joe really like. Oh, man. Joe dominated the rest of the podcast. Well, because also he kept veering off because uh, Oliver Stone's main, I, I thought, want for nuclear to be put up was to save the planet from global warming. Mm-hmm. And Joe said, well, do we know it, it, is that or not? Like, I agree with you whether what the intent is. That was one of the funniest parts of the podcast. He starts talking about global warming. <laughs> and Joe veers off for 35 minutes. And then 35 minutes later, Oliver Stone goes, 
Yeah, so back to climate change. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it was all this. It was, Dude, it was yes, that's from game exactly to diet yeah, it was to fucking exercise. Nuts. That was he even mentioned hilarious. the plunge. And I, I thought, yeah, so back to my book. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, it was just louder because we didn't hear anything about that with Jelly Roll that we all heard that we did not hear. Of course. I just think it's so funny that like. Well, Jelly Roll, oh, sorry, Jelly Roll also wasn't like bringing up Game Changers, you know what I mean? Yeah, he eats meat. No, but it's just very interesting that you bring this guy on because you loved his documentary about nuclear energy and like everything's going well, everything's in agreement, and then you, I don't know, <laughs> it you just like... Don't fun. eat meat? <laughs> well, it's so weird because it's like you can find a middle ground, like you don't have to get there, you know what I mean? You can both be pro-nuclear energy while still disagreeing on other things, it doesn't... It, he could. He should. He could have just said some sort of documentary about a slaughterhouse. No, but why do you think Joe thinks um, nuclear energy is a good idea? Why does Joe think it's a good idea? Yeah, because I, I don't know why Joe thinks because we're going to be able to stop using gasoline. Yeah, if that's a reason, or it's just the best energy that we, has just been suppressed for years, R- regardless of the benefits it has, it is already a no-brainer. I mean, it doesn't seem at all far-fetched that big oil, probably the largest industry on earth, would have spent any amount of money and time demonizing an industry. Well, he mentioned Chernobyl. You watched Chernobyl, and yeah. you were like, holy fuck. After watching that movie, you felt we all, the whole world almost blew up sort of thing. That's how they portrayed it. Yeah, I think Oliver Stone does a... I think he does a disservice when he's like, only 4,000 people died. Like, I mean... I thought he said four. Yeah, I don't think it's very many people died. 40 or 40. No, he said he said what he said was they there was some group that had decided that after all was said and done about four thousand people died from oh, COVID, cancer related COVID. Yeah, well, no, but the blue tra- no, no, because I wanted to say that too. He was like they think that's a high number, and they he was like people get cancer from whatever. Let's just say it's four thousand. It's not a high yes, number yes, for yes, what yes. you would consider like a, a disaster of world. I guess the point that like just because it didn't kill 100,000 400,000 people, a million people, 10 million people doesn't mean it couldn't have been way worse. Now I'm or 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 yeah. counterpoint. Sure. You know winds of change. Like so we know that they're mm-hmm. out there just navigating our history for us. Sure. 100% we know this. We've seen it happen in modern time. It happened with COVID. Listen, like they blew up a pipeline like two the, months ago. This so is, there's no. This is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm so not. So the idea that we think that a nuclear disaster at a plant, like in my imagination, that wipes out a state. You know what I mean? Maybe it doesn't at all. That's just well, what they've led us to not. believe. Again, I'm I'm just arguing Matt's point. We we vehemently get mad at things. Of course, we went to the moon. Stupid people think that we didn't go to the moon. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, listen. And then I'm, we didn't go to the moon. Like what I'm saying, shit happens. What I'm saying is like it. It better we better be sure. That's all. Like just because here's my thing. Just because Oliver Stone, a filmmaker, comes on Joe Rogan and says what we want to hear, doesn't necessarily make it so. That's all. I'm a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But it's one of those situations where it's like. We're never going to know because they've told us that it's dangerous. Well, no, like he made a good, he made a great point where it's like airplanes. Like you, 
you don't like flying, you don't like the feeling of flying, you, you we're not going to get you on a plane. I could show you stats all day that say like it's the safest form yeah. of tra- whatever, you know, it doesn't matter to you. You're just like, I'm not flying. That is what it is. You know, if you look at probably the numbers realistically, like California, I think 18 to 20 percent of their power is from nuclear quietly. <laughs> yes, yes. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's the thing. No one, you wouldn't hear about it ever. You do hear about the disasters, but you don't like France. I had no idea that France was like 80% powered by nuclear. Like, when you hear that, you're like, yeah, what the fuck are we doing here? Why? Again, it's like, you know, when you hear, I think we've talked about it on this show, uh, the Netherlands takes their garbage, burns it, and creates energy that then runs their other shit because they run on yeah. windmills and whatever fucking other things they do, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you're like, well, why don't they do that here? That seems crazy. And then it, I guarantee you it has something to do with like a garbage dump union. Sure. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like everything in this, the way we live is just part of a maintain the capitalism, for else. capitalism machine. I will, I will say this one thing. Um, let's say we move to nuclear in the next 10 years. I think it would be very important for all of us, all developed countries to then just give free energy to less developed nations because I'm fine with developed nations building massive nuclear infrastructures. The problem is all the third world countries now can't compete. So they might try to build some sort of nuclear reactor and then you could have a real fucking problem. problem. So the, what I'm Or you have China come through and they build everybody nuclear power plants and then they say, oh, yeah, by the way, but we get half of the power. I mean, you wouldn't even have to do that, though, because if everyone had an abundance of energy because there's all these clean nuclear plants running, then everyone can just give everyone else energy. But it's weird because like France, think about France. So it's 80 percent runoff nuclear. It's weird that they wouldn't move to some sort of electrical car because you could just power that off the nuclear, right? An electric car. The you need the batteries. That's, it all comes down to the batteries, true, yeah. I think. Well, but the, my point is we have batteries in cars right now regardless. And the nuclear right. power makes electricity and, to charge those cars? Yeah. yeah. We've. Oh, I see. I don't know if it's that simple. I think you might need to have its own Well, I know battery. that a Tesla... Hold on. I know that a Tesla has like... A different battery. A hundred times as many batteries as my car or yeah. your car yeah, outside. Yeah. I understand so, that. So let's just pretend that this is the case, okay, Matt? That they've already extracted a lot of batteries out of these cobalt, cobalt mines. Mm-hmm. And imagine there's not much cobalt left, mm-hmm. okay? But there's huge uh, business behind changing us over to electric cars and shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's possible that there's just not enough. It, it's a resource that doesn't renew. It's There is as much cobalt as there is on the planet. And unless you're actively trying to figure out a new battery source, this could just be like a... I mean, let's not forget, we... There'll never be batteries for third world countries, I guess, is what I'm saying, you know? Well, we don't know. Like, cobalt, we don't, you know, we might find a fucking... They might mine something in Argentina tomorrow or Venezuela or somewhere in the world where they all of a sudden find the biggest cobalt. Like, that's interesting. That's a question that uh, Joe. Yeah, I guess they could, Matt. Um, Joe didn't ask him. So the nuclear power runs shit. But do what are the batteries like? Do we still run into that same problem where well, just nuclear power is no, great? No, nuclear, but you don't have to store the energy anywhere. That's the whole beautiful part of it. Nuclear is just, just well, like well, a hydro dam. 
Like, think about it, Simon. Well, you still have to store the energy somewhere. Well, the, Simon, no, like, you, like the nuclear submarine, that thing's just constantly running. It's not full of batteries, right? It just has a nuclear reactor. Oh, it has a little nuclear reactor in it. Yeah. You, not every car is going to be like that. No, I'm not talking about cars. What I'm, no, no, no. I was just saying that you build enough. No, no. So this is what I'm asking. So then does everything else, the, everything else that needs to run. Well, let me give you an example. Public transportation, okay? In Vancouver, they have buses that run, like they have power wires all over Vancouver. So it's like the TTC in Toronto, except the beauty is it's not stuck on a track. And the bus can run on gas. So, for example, the power goes down. The bus driver goes out. He pulls the thing off the wire. The bus drives Mm -hmm. normally. But the point being, all of a sudden, all your public transportation is run off the nuclear grid. That alone is huge, right? You're you're cutting down on a massive amount of emissions, most likely. Hmm. It's pretty archaic. It's saying here that nuclear creates enough heat that it reacts with a coolant that creates steam that turns a turbine. Yeah. So it's not... it's, It's... they're not actually using nuclear power as the thing. It 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 powers a turbine. Yes. No, if you did a hundred reactors, you're converting then you it into. Could have your well. So that that's just it. If you're converting it into electricity, yeah, then it does get stored in a battery. And you no, run you're just constantly no, no, no. You're just constantly sending again. If we're talking about cars, that's different. But I'm saying for houses. homes and stuff, you just send it out across the line. Right. You just have a hookup like you would natural gas. You're hooking up. Well, you're uh, automatically attached to the grid, so you're just feeding yeah. the grid all the power. Mm-hmm. And okay, the, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. I and got it. it take like if you look at your bill right now, um, it'll be like let's say it's 180 bucks. If you read it carefully, it'll be like 60 of that is for energy lost um, through the lines, right? Trying to get you, which is insane. Mm-hmm. You're like, so hold on, you're bleeding power all the way to and me. Where's and that power going? Radiation. I don't know, but we're paying for it. Well, that's the, that's the second part of nuclear radiation is the biggest thing we're all afraid of. Yeah, no, we're just talking about like actual electricity. Well, that feels like that's some sort of radiation as well. But I mean, let's let's also let's let's be real. Chernobyl is unusable for the next. I don't know if that's true either, dude. Again, that I could just be propaganda. That's, that's, what that's we think. all. That's I'm what saying. we think, but we don't okay. know that. Like the whole. Sure, you're right. Thing. But listen, I mean. Okay, I get what you're saying. Unless I'm boots on the ground and I'm an expert and I can't guarantee it, but... You go to Chernobyl right now. Yeah. There are normal deer. There's animals. Things are growing. People say they can live there. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. We don't really know anything about... How about this? Let me ask you. Would you go and live five years in Chernobyl right now? I mean... <laughs> For a million dollars. I like that. For, For a, a million while. bucks? Yeah. I think, and you get a hall pass. No, a million rubles. I think yes. And we assume five years, a million dollars. Wow, that's like what is that? Two hundred grand a year? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like I really don't believe it. I gotta tell you, in my heart of hearts, mm-hmm. I believe that this has been a smear campaign against nuclear the same way there was a smear campaign against marijuana. Simon. To me, it stinks the same fucking way. The more I hear this stuff, the more I I tend to agree with you. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I hear you. And I'm never going to have to do it. So I'm going to say, yeah, I would. Yeah. But really, just between you and me and everybody, this stinks. This fucking reeks. When you look at the, the whole nuclear model, 
they played this the same way they played every other thing that they wanted to blackball. And, but Simon, and thank me. God for them, there wasn't internet back then because they probably never would have been able to get away with it. You're probably right. But let me ask you one question. If you went to Chernobyl right now for a trip, we got you on a plane, you went yep. to Chernobyl. Yep. If you pulled out a Geiger counter and it was reading like high levels of radiation, would you feel comfortable about the situation or? Well, no. I mean, I assume that if the Geiger counter is uh, reading off the charts and it's really doing what it's supposed to do. Because I will. Uh, but I, I don't think that's the case either. I, I will say this. He didn't give Chernobyl any credit. Like there are there's characters in Chernobyl where you're like, well, this guy's a dead man for sure. Just given the amount of radiation that he most likely took in and then you find out that guy lived like you oh, know a decent that like, would have worked in, in his favor well it didn't work in his, his favor case. but i'm just saying well after I, that he could just fuck yeah like well, crazy like dude there's a guy that had to go into um like back into chernobyl and they'd already it's like drowning in water this guy has to go in allegedly yeah okay sorry, allegedly fine fine whatever <laughs> Okay, fine. You're right. Yeah. What am I doing here? Word is born. Anywho, like uh, I, I love the idea of using nuclear power. Why not? Sure. It seems, Listen, you it would seems hope that like it... we're doing it wrong. How so? The whole I- idea of the gas and the the way they mine for it and. Oh, you mean the way the way we're doing it now is wrong? Yeah, Sans it, it just seems yeah. like, and the fact that they love it and they make so much money off it, and they'll die on the cross for it. You know, it's because it's they got to be really bad. Well, think about it like this: they know that, like, if I just have a renewable energy source that's never going away, you're gonna have a tough time being like, "You want me to pay how much?" No shit, like it's free. Like, uh, uh, sorry, no, but I just my point is, most people are gonna be like this doesn't cost anything like when you get your natural gas you assume there's like a lot of work done down the line to get you that gas right like in your head you're like you know there's a bunch of fucking miners somewhere doing something there's mm-hmm. you know they got to get the gas to me there's a pipeline that was built like it all makes sense when you fracking sure when you pay your bill you're like i guess i get it but yeah if you know that it's just like a let's put it this way in the history of the government or the powers that be mm-hmm. there's never been a time where they've hid something or tried to um blackball something that was actually bad for us have you noticed yeah it there were, it's always something really cool <laughs> no for real it's just all it's something rad all the time so you're, I, I bet, I, I'll take it a step further. I assume that you think they're hiding like some sort of Spider-Man powers from us, like gamma radiation could make us. <laughs> probably, right? Matt. So if you, you probably don't grow a third eye. You probably like get to fuck really good. Simon comes know? back from Chernobyl after five dick. years. He's got a full head of hair. Yeah. He looks like Giga Chad. <laughs> Hello, I am Simon. And I have a million bucks. I'm going to be like Dan Balzerian. Dude, maybe that's what happened to Dan Balzerian. That's true, yeah. He went to Chernobyl on a on a whim. <laughs> on a dare. <coughs> Made fucking how on much did you say you were I was gonna get paid? A million, only a million. God, that doesn't seem like enough for me to go to Chernobyl for five years. Well, I said it to you at the time. I was like, it's only two hundred grand a year. If Messi's getting fucking five billion a season, you think you yeah. can give me a bill. But you're not playing soccer over there. <laughs> <laughs> Messi v Simon in Chernobyl. <laughs> I'm playing soccer against like allegedly teams of uh mutant warriors mm-hmm. 
when they were comparing solar to all the other alternative forms of energy, the biggest glaring thing is solar at this point, right? As a, like a Like 20 years ago, solar was the future. It's been 20 years. Well, it's just another example of them getting everything wrong, trying to Sort of, kind of, really, yeah. You know? You think. And, and... Just let me humor humor me for a second, right? Like you got these giant corporations who are owned by the people who are trying to keep oil and gas in on vogue. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are the ones who just like started all of these alternative, you know, uh, windmills and solar. Because they already knew the workarounds to trash them. Yeah, they would just do it. They'd Controlled make they tank them. They tank them. This is our best effort, but oh, it didn't quite work out the way we want. And then they get another 25 years of fucking pumping oil. Maybe. I mean, because who fucks up that bad? Why do they always fuck up well, all the time? Maybe the answer here is as soon as they uh, realized they could do nuclear, which uh, Oliver refers to as a miracle, it was whipped up by the military. For a weapon. It wasn't like the first usage purpose of this is going to be energy to uh, build houses or... But isn't that how it always is? Well, no, but um, that's where it starts. Well, that's how it always is when you have a military industrial complex. Exactly. It's not how it is when you have a functioning society. Um, Very interesting. I listened this week to a whole thing on Tesla. Nikola Tesla. Yeah, and how... He's like one of these things that have been white, one of these people who have just been whitewashed from history because the things he was doing were so amazing that they buck the the narrative completely to what we have now. So him and Edison, is it Edison who invented the light bulb? Yeah. Uh, allegedly invented the light bulb. Mm-hmm. Apparently Tesla invented the light bulb, but it was just another thing that was robbed from him. But his whole free energy... That whole thing, you're looking at me like I'm... The whole free energy thing. Anyways, so that was one part of it. But apparently Tesla was just like, whatever he was, he was this guy, this special person who was building machines that were in like all the hospitals that nobody uses anymore because it's just another... um, you know how I had to take a re-look at my stance on chiropractory? Yeah. Because I really think that was like uh, to get people like me not to do it. Yeah, botch job, yeah. Anyways, this is just... Tesla? Look into it. Apparently, he had like uh, whatever ailment you had, he had a machine to fix it. All using some... Energy. Something that we don't use today. For whatever reason. But apparently you can buy these machines. so Because hmm. they're, you know, like antiques. But they were built so well. Because mm-hmm. everything was built well back in the day. There know? is a Tesla museum. Is there? In New York. Simon won't be visiting that. No, Why? His, his driving distance is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I've been to New York many times. I just don't think you're going to go to the Tesla museum. That's all. Because if it's true that he's done all that stuff, it's the most suppressed thing ever. It's so, it's one of, if they're, if he really had free energy and it was ready to roll and they decided, no, we can't make any money from this. We're going in a different direction. 
Yeah, that that's one of those things, unlike aliens, maybe, according to Matt, that really does have a huge impact on the way we live. And what maybe is the playbook moving forward on how to stay in power? Excuse the pun. You guys care about gas stoves? I have a gas stove, and it's a fucking game changer. It heats up fast. It's just, I don't know, More cooking control. on fire is a better experience. Like Apparently the, it's not good, though, right? Yes, they were saying. We're not that. sure. I mean, I don't know. Listen, <clears throat> I live in a city. Nothing's good. A break dust. Fucking mm. air particulates. Like, I don't know. I like yeah, the, I mean, that's it. I thought I thought he was saying, pick your poison. There's there's so much going on, like, and all these things nuclear won't fix. Well, that was it. Like, even when the brake dust thing, I'd never heard of that. 20% of the fucking air particulate is brake dust. Yeah, I, I mean, it feels like that was just, you know, whatever. They make brakes out of steel, iron, whatever. It's not hard for us to get. So it was one of those ones where they were like, well, the, these brakes work amazing, we don't know what we're doing to the fucking clouds, so we'll just, just continue to do it. It's just interesting that there is a cleaner carbon fiber option that's probably more expensive, but we don't go that route because we're like, wow, we've already been breathing this shit in for yeah, however many years. Fuck it. That seems to be um, everything when you look into it. It's like they could do it this way, but we make yeah, 10 cents more a brake yeah. pad doing it this way. But the so. coolest thing is the battery diamond battery diamond if we're the last twenty thousand years yeah i mean jamie pulled it up and it would seem like it was potentially what was this this but maybe is it's a hundred years from existing a diamond that's a battery it was tiny fragments of uh diamond and i think it was very theoretical simon the idea was if you use diamonds and you used enough cells you could power this thing for i don't know i didn't get it it didn't sound but I if mean, you had a 10 year battery doesn't that just tickle your... You just never have to think about power? Listen, while we're on, do you know what uh, forced convalescence is? I think that's what it's called. No? Okay, so... Making people go into old age homes? No. So what happens is... What happened was this. Um, all these light bulb manufacturers in the early days got together and they said, we're not making enough money because our light bulbs last far too long. So they all together decided... We're going to put a cap on how long our light bulbs last. So you, Johnson, you're not going to make a light bulb that lasts longer than 20 years. And we're all going to play ball. And we're all going to make more money this way. There's a light bulb in New York State that's been on for, I think, 120 years consistently. It doesn't, I'm not going to, like, I don't know if in a dark room you could read a book under this light. Like, it's not super bright. But the point remains, this light bulb has been burning nonstop for, like, 120 years. So we have like I was about to bring up the fact that everybody uses LED lights now. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like I used to run a business where we had all light bulbs and I was changing fucking track lights all the goddamn time. Yeah, LEDs I, will last 200 you'll years. You'll never change another nope. light bulb again. Like they could do that the whole time. It wasn't some crazy new technology. It was they Well, LED, hold on. LED kind of was. You know what LED is, right? It's flashing. That's why it lasts so long. But your eye, like these two lights right here, they're flashing very rapidly. Our eyes don't pick up on it because of the shutter speed of our eyes or whatever, but so that's all LED is. I'm not sure they had that technology, but the point is they could have had light bulbs like you had in your store. You never would have changed them yeah. is the point. <sighs> yeah. Everything is a scam for rich people to be become richer. Most likely, yes, yes. Everything comes down to that in the end. 
It's either more money or more power. Simon, you're, I don't think you're going to get a fight out of me here. There is, there is no fight. It's, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. It's either this I is can't. how our world has become or this is how this simulation is written, but that is a fact. I can't fight you on it. Speaking of climate change, did you see all the fires this week? Where? There was fires in uh, Nova Scotia, northern Quebec, and Alberta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it almost... And it's interesting because right before the pandemic, it feels like Australia was on fire. It was. It was a huge story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those animals, all those baby koalas. Same here. Well, not right where we are. I, I'm sure there's a fire ban on right now. So what's your theory behind this? If the heat dries out the timber and then there's a spark and the whole thing catches on fire. Okay. Do you remember in your life, huge wildfires burning no. 16,000 homes? In well, Halifax? we had big fires in um, uh, Alberta not too long ago, Fort McMurray. Well, or there's always fires out there. That is like expected. You're saying out over here on the East Coast, mm-hmm. there are never fires. And it's just, no one lives to tell you how fast fires fuck you up. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're standing looking at a fire, you're probably screwed. Well, if you're in a dry forest. Because all, all of a yes. sudden, it, it, in a second, it can actually be behind you. So that's what they're talking about, how hard it is to fight these fires. Luckily, uh, anyone in the East Coast listens, they're getting a bunch of rain there, and it's a game changer. But one person I said is, this is going to happen. You have to like establish Whitlands. Wetlands, wetlands around homes and cities, like mitigate what happens when there's a fire because these are going to happen more and more often because of the temperature change or people flicking cigarettes on the side of a road and it's just really dry. But I, I, well, why is it so dry? Like, why so much drier this year than because the climate's changing? I mean, that's what they're trying to say in the news. I don't have any evidence, but you would. Well, what do you think it is? Wait, you don't have evidence? It's Why is there like fires, more fires in Halifax? It's just been hot and dry. But what is but causing that? Whatever. It's the, in two years, it'll be a cooler summer. It won't happen at all. Or it just keeps escalating and we've fucked the planet. Like that whole dying. show that I tried to get you to watch there, which I'm sure you never Exploitation. watched. You, is that what it is? Extrapolation. Extrapolation, um, sorry. Where they're, it's all about this two degree temperature change. And how in whatever 60 years, what changes that two degrees will cause. We might just be in that pattern of we're going up 10 degrees and then down 10 degrees. Like 100% shit happens. So I know. Okay. Okay. It's just, they, they were just talking about a tornado. That's something you'd want to worry about way more than a, a nuclear accident. And I say fires is something you want to worry about way more than nuclear radiation killing people. Like mm-hmm. it wouldn't destroy houses. Yeah, we Maybe should be, I, I hear what you're saying. You, you want us to plan ahead to stop the forest fires that you know are coming. That's the way we should look at it. And not with this alarmist, like we've got a, we're, we're, we're about to die. Yeah. 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 If the chimps started making guns, would we interfere with them? Of course we would. Right away. Well, 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 we would assume that they were coming after us. At what point though? Like they start making a barrel and we're like, okay, stop. Knowing our governments, they'd be like, look, we're going to let one chimp destroy the other chimp. So we don't have to do the work. And then we'll just drop a bomb on the remaining chimps, you know? 
It'd have to be pretty quick. Like maybe the second the chimp made a hammer enough out of you. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to get to... No, I think you got to let them they go They made a car. Tools. We're going to see how this goes. Like... There's one named Tesla. None, none of this is going to happen. Like, whoa, 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 stop and they, him. They take that guy and put him in a cave for a yeah. hundred years. Yeah. Can't have him doing that. Yeah. Uh, so um, all this to say, Oliver Stone is on to this documentary he's made out, which is coming out, I think, in two days. Except on Netflix, where Joe's like, why, why did they do that? He always asks a question that the person doesn't know. I don't know the answer to this. Yeah. But he's like, I'm, I'm hoping he's saying in a rhetorical way, like, let's spitball why this isn't happening but it felt like he was actually asking Oliver specifically why didn't they take this and all I can say was controversial I mean I think it's pretty fucking obvious why they didn't take this oil money yeah the the same entities that own those networks are but the he's same saying it's going to be on Prime well, the, and that makes you wonder about Bezos you know what I mean he's the guy who takes all the but maybe it's just because he knows that's how he's going to end up making money. It's by ending up with all the rejects. He also said Bill Gates is at the forefront of the nuclear push, so that's a good thing. Is it? Batteries. I mean, he it's said so batteries. weird. He said he was at the forefront of batteries. That he, these guys get this rich and then feel they should be on the forefront of... He's a very... Um, like, it's... He seems very anti-establishment and pro-establishment at the same time. Oliver Stone. You Oliver mean. Stone. He's like a real juxtaposition. He's a real lefty. He's a real lefty, and the lefties are clearly um, bought and sold by big everything. Come on. They're not the... Both sides are. Well, it's, their position is their job to save the planet. I mean, yeah, so it's I, it's I, our I guess, duty. I guess. I heard. Uh, anyways, go. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, but it really did uh, deteriorate once Oliver used game changers as his reference yeah. to be a yeah, vegetarian. That was the end of that. He could have said absolutely anything else, and Joe would have been fine with it. Yes. Yeah. I just don't like the taste. Because you can be a vegan, you can be a whatever, just that's how I want to do it, but not I watched a documentary nope. <laughs> that we've already debunked yeah. on this show. But if we're misguided, I have got to try to take you back to the path. I, I can't believe it. Jamie, fire up the Traeger. Yeah. <laughs> and then how, like, how do you believe a word that comes out of this guy's mouth? Like, how do we? Yeah, anybody. Because of his, 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 his work. I'm just joking. His body of work. The one thing I wanted them to deep dive more into is the uh, origin of the lead. How it got put in paint? No, the lead. The leaded gasoline? No, when you're getting an x-ray or something. Mm. Like There must have been a bunch of guys with burns. Like, it really does seem, though, like the doctor like gets you all set up in and the vest. And then takes off and hides behind a wall. I think and it's leaves you in there. Made of steel. With a fucking vest over your dick. <laughs> he, he wraps you up with just this little pad that gets on the hazmat suit. And it is. It is funny. Room. And they put a thing over your nuts. But then they leave your face wide open. A priest comes in just in the corner. And <laughs> but they don't want you to realize that. They when, call all the other doctors in to watch from the little room. Were there years of people just frying? Or is it just they just assume? No, they must have seen prolonged exposure and finally. That's what I was saying. I think it's more just that, like, 
you can you're going to have one x-ray a year most likely maybe two and that's fine but the person that's doing the x-rays 10 15 50 a day however Question many answered i mean maybe who knows and, I thought they could and joe was talking about those women who chewed on the um paint rushes i guess it was and the radium got girls the, the radium yes, girls yeah. wouldn't that have been just a part of the campaign to make nuclear look bad I still feel bad for them. But, but maybe it never happened. If it never happened, then yeah. But we're sure lead is bad, right? Lead. We lead think in is oil, bad, yeah. lead in paint, lead in yeah. children's toys. <clears throat> that's when they, they let through. Or is lead great? And that's just another thing they were trying to... No. If no. you look at the air in LA when they had lead in the gas, it's... Well, apparently it literally made everybody stupider. If if it hadn't have been for lead gasoline, we'd probably be like... Um, we'd have nuclear power plants everywhere. We'd be Tesla. There you have go. you ever... Um, I mean, I, I, I can admit I've done it. Uh, painted or used something very chemical without proper ventilation. Of course. <laughs> it doesn't Everyone take long before you realize... Oh, <laughs> I'm getting dumb oh, yeah. here. Yeah. I don't know whether it fumes or lead or whatever, but just something... <laughs> We've got to open a window because yeah. for a bit you feel sort of iry yeah. and good, and then you realize, I'm oh wait, I'm high as fuck right now. Yeah, I just killed half oh. my brain. Oh dear! Like Kamar just stayed in his house as they did the bug bombing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or if, if floors, Remember? floors when they do like um, what are the? I don't even know what they how they treat floors. Clear like, coating yeah, or whatever that stuff. Wow. Um, then uh, wow, if, wow! Just to sever any sort of relationship, Oliver and Joe have, <laughs> have this relationship. Oliver brings up the basketball series, yeah, and tries to sell Joe the comeback. And who do you choose? And Joe buzzes. Well, did you see the fight? Because I watched sports too, and it was over. You know and what? the Celtics did shit the bed. In Joe's defense, um, Oliver Stone gave what I would describe as the whitest description of a basketball series i've ever heard where he, he was like who is it jamie one team is the miami heat yes the miami heat the other team old team the boston celtics so that means he did his research to try to guy up with joe no, not knowing failed yeah he failed didn't so any bad. sports acumen at all to, to be more interesting he's like i picked the wrong sport damn it um great series by the way oh, a collapse to lose in Game Seven at home like that, they you better all be broken. Uh, listen, a hundred and fifty-one teams before them had been down three nothing, and none of them had come back to win. So historically, they did what they were supposed to do. I know it's tough when you win. Come three. back and lose. Well, you, they weren't even That's supposed what to come back. Period. Does. That's what, yeah. And shout out to Mike Lowry and the Heat. Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Lowry. Sorry. Mike, Lowry. Mike Lowry's from fucking Friday. Mike Lowry. Yeah. No, he's from um, he's from uh, Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Oh yeah, that's it. Yes, I know. Do what I go yeah. gonna do? Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Mike Lowry. Uh, no, I was gonna say something about um, Oliver oh, Stone. No, what, what was Olivier? the last thing you talked about? Basketball. Oh, basketball and Joe and his excuse that he just doesn't have time to watch things. Yeah, I don't buy it. But he's constantly working out, so he has... A treadmill, but he's only watching John Wick. But he's only watching John Wick over and over again. No, but do you see the problem with that statement? It's insane. It's insane. He doesn't have time to watch Succession, but he can watch John Wick a thousand times. Well, it's funny, too, when Oliver Stone was like... uh, 
Have you seen that Leonardo DiCaprio film that Adam McKay did on Netflix? And Jamie's like, it's called Don't Look Up. He's like, yeah. And Joe was like, no, I haven't seen it. Some things I just choose not to watch. And I was like, okay. But he also said he didn't have time. I don't what? have time hey, to do that. Hey, that might be because he thought it was just an alarmist climate change thing, which it sort of was. It is, sure, but, but it was also funny. But, uh, and I may be guilty of this, some people watch stuff that they don't want to have to pay attention to. Okay, that, that's... You know that, you know that kind of weird watching? I do it all the time. Vanderpump Rules. No, you're you're no, you're paying the utmost attention (laughs) to Vanderpump. You're not missing a moment. Um, No, no, no. I can't miss if you miss a moment. You're just like I. I I really feel like he's um, a right wing. No, Joe just wants to watch what he wants to watch, and instead of just saying that, he makes it seem like he doesn't have the time. And I don't think that's the case at all. I think to what kind of what Matt was alluding to is. If he doesn't like it, he's not going to watch it. And Which is fine. I don't give a shit. But it, just say it. It's fine, but just say it. Say, I hate other sports. I you, hate good television. Even then, if he had just said, I haven't gotten around to it yet, there's a lot of things that I have on my list that I will watch. Yeah, he did say, no, he, I, I hate to be the guy to defend it, but he, no. he, he pleaded, there's just too much stuff. That's not, there not, is no he excuse. might have said that. Kamar, no excuse no. For, everyone no. has that excuse. No, Kamar, no. I don't care what Joe watches. I don't give a shit. He can watch what he wants. If he didn't watch this for whatever reason, I don't care. I know people who say Joe, succession sucks. I guess my point, yes, fine. I guess my point is... I guess my point is, I'm sorry, I'm getting... You're um, getting very getting heated. Getting heated. Um, my point is, just say you don't like sports, other sports. Don't say you don't have time, because there is time, and you watching basketball isn't going to like ruin your life. Again, you to defend Joe, he doesn't need defending. He, he knows he's risking becoming obsessed with something. What's weird we're to me? All what's weird to me? That every Wouldn't it be day? funny? Joe just wore different basketball teams jersey every, to every yeah. interview for a couple of years. What? Then switch sports just to say, baseball just and say so you on don't like to other ones. Just I say will, you don't like sports. What's very fighting's a sport. What's interesting to me about Joe is like, I don't like baseball. Other than going to a live get regular season game, I'm never going to watch one on television. When the playoffs roll around, I'm somewhat interested. If a series goes deep. Stakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, basketball especially, the playoffs are electric. It's weird to me that, like, that someone would say to him, like, there's a game seven tonight that's going to be, like, you know, it's a huge series. And Joe's like, I just don't care. Too busy. It, it, it's like, uh, you, you know, you're watching, uh, you know. It doesn't no, matter. but we were Who raised. We, we were we're lucky or unfortunately conditioned. Like, to put, what? Put a little money in front of like. There's, at one point, someone is telling me, "Oh, these are the playoffs," teaching me to understand. If, and if then I, I get into it, then I get obsessed with it, and then I follow it for the rest of my life. If I said, "Matt, are you watching the baseball game tonight?" You wouldn't be like, "No, I don't have time." You would be like, "No, baseball sucks." <laughs> Again, I have no problem with him saying that. Say basketball is shit. Have an opinion. Just don't say you don't have time. I feel like we're splitting hairs. We're not splitting hairs. It was all, this was what it was all about. And you're really angry at Joe this week, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over him. I think I agreed with Joe that this will, will eventually end up where Oliver wants us to get right away. Whether it takes 100 years of trial and error, and oh, it is nuclear. It'll just be inevitable because it just makes so much sense. It's the most abundant and... Of course, you're not going to go interstellar, but if you want to travel somewhere without filling up, it's going to have to be some sort of nuclear reactor or some sort of 
power source that lasts forever. Nuclear just seems to be a replacement for gasoline, let's say. Mm-hmm. They're, see, they're not saying it's unlimited energy, like Tesla-free energy. So there's money to be made from it, and eventually... But eventually nuclear is limitless, because you, you need just an atom. If you can split an atom, you make all the power you need. It's no, you still need that. the turbine. You still need the fucking... Now, you need the atom splitter. That's A hundred the... generations, though, we're talking about. Yeah. This gets easier easier. No, no, but in a hundred generations, like, Kamar, my, my... It's not even a fear, but my... Con, it's not even a concern. What, what would I say? I have a feeling that, like, we'll start building... Let's say Oliver Stone in five years turns everyone around and we start building nuclear power plants. There's a good chance that 10 years down the road someone comes up with something. It's the car in Back to the Future. Sure. Is what it is. Where we're think, going, we don't need I roads. I think Tesla's energy mm-hmm. was like unlimited. You don't need to do anything. It's there. You're just harnessing Tapping it into from it. what's already here, which is so much different than splitting an atom. Creating. Which takes a tremendous amount of energy. 100%. And then where does that energy come from? Sorry. I almost feel like nuclear is just another... You know what? Who knows? We don't. don't. Let's, let's we not, don't because let's we've been lied to be, all our lives. Uh, yeah. I have Nothing one, is I have, as it seems. If, since Simon's griping, I have one final gripe. Since Joe clearly has reached the age where urine is an issue, those seem like the best spots for fucking ad breaks. I shouldn't be getting cut off one mid-sentence. One happened that way. So. I'm, oh, one happened that way? Yeah. Well, that's great. That's how it should always be. Because we're at the point now where Joe cannot... I repeat, cannot make it through three hours. Well, I'm concerned from that all the podcasts he did prior so dehydrated. <laughs> he was running on empty all those podcasts. I doubt it. Are we going to rate it? Is that it? Yeah. It, it's possible that Joe's just taking some new medicine he doesn't want to tell anybody about and then it makes you pee. He's on the Liver King steroids and it's making him piss. I couldn't agree with Oliver Stone more about nuclear. Uh, I don't think we agree on why we need should do it. I, I don't think I think nuclear is um, another like rabbit hole dead end. Okay. I think we should be focusing on Tesla. It's all about Tesla. Based on that, I give it a three. I give it a three. I will give it a three point five. These are the episodes I want to see on uh, Rogan. Oh yeah, uh, stick around for the post show. We're going to talk about machine bombing. No, three. I agree because of the whole uh, game. We have an agreement. That really weighed the whole shit down. No, I thought it was hilarious. That added to it for me. It was. It was kind of funny. You're right. It's right. 3.5. Take away. Retract. No, no. The agreement button has been hit. It cannot be retracted. (laughs) Agreement's going to be created, not destroyed. All right. We're going to take a break and we will be right back. We're back. Kamar, name and a number. 1993. Josh Dubin and Bruce Bryan. Simon's going to hate it when I give this one a five. I mean, it makes it hard to uh, be, so, you know. No, I said, I said months ago, Josh Dubin gets a standing five as long as he's continuing his work. And what is he doing? Continuing his work. There, I, you there go. is nothing wrong with Josh Dubin. I, in, on a normal week, if I have like three other decent episodes, then this is great. I'm all for it. No, it's just because you're a heartless prick. No, I can't. I just, 
It, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. What I said is someone asked me what the podcast we were reviewing this week were. Yeah. And I said, oh, this guy who was in jail for 30 years and then got out because he was wrongly accused, mm-hmm. got exonerated. I'm like, oh, that must be interesting. I said, yeah, I guess it kind of is, but you feel like such a piece of shit because this guy is such a better person. Like, it's, it just makes me feel bad. I, and I think that's the problem with these. Because you sort of feel powerless. At one point, they said, write a letter to this person, but it's a Congress person. No, I, look, I'm all for Joe doing this 100%. I'm all for him doing it. I just don't know what we have to say about well, this, you know? We try to shit on shit. No, but they're just <laughs> like, they're all, they're people who are wrongly accused, and his story was terrible. Mm-hmm. They're all terrible. He was arrested in 1994 for homicide, and he got out four weeks ago. Real time. That is insane. It is insane. And, and, and I think that's what gives it the gravitas of the conversation. Um, 30 years in prison. He was saying that they determine how many prison beds they're going to make based on the reading levels. Yeah. It really is the... Prison industrial system. Yeah, yes. complex. Yes. But uh, again, it's the quiet one. Because uh, it's the root of all our problems. As I've sort of proclaimed that... You'll never get rid of racism unless you were to get rid of prisons. Cash for kids? It's insane. Um, and it, What was the cash for kids? It was the judge who was sentencing minors oh, yeah. to... And then they were getting more time based on the time they were doing. And it, it was all just so they could make a profit because they got free labor. Cash like you, for kids. You have to get... Um, you have to make huge changes in the way all these systems operate and they're never going to get changed. Well, it's just so funny to me that like when they're like, we want, we got to be tough on drugs. So we're going to give out maximum sentences for drug dealing. And then it's like, why don't you give out maximum sentences to judges who are involved in scandals like cash for kids? And then maybe that will deter, like they use the deterring of crime on one side, but they never use it on the other. It's always like, well, we can't, what are yeah, because what's the expression? Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, but it seems like rules for thee, not for me. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but just the fact that there's drugs in prison. Mm-hmm. And most of them are brought in by the guards. Are brought in by the guards. Yeah. So if you, and you probably get reprimanded if you get busted or whatever. Of course. You have to get a life sentence. You go in the hole. The whole thing is corrupt as... It's nuts. Any other complex we've discussed. What's crazy is like, so you go to jail... There's definitely um, a, a violent element nature to it. Mm-hmm. You have no choice but to fight to stay alive. Mm-hmm. You kill somebody who's trying to kill you and you get more years added to your sentence. Like the whole thing is so fucking bonkers. And then they'll take someone else and put them in a chair and electrify them. They'll, they'll kill them. They'll be there to be killed. And we'll sit there and wait for X amount of time. To a swift punishment or something like that. They were talking about how they're building prisons. The prison labor is the yeah. I mean, slavery. sixteen cents an hour, Could and it's built it? into the constitution. Yeah, it's nuts. It's slavery in the constitution. It's very, very peculiar. There was the one fun story of it's not. There's no fun in it, but uh, Bruce, God bless him, better person than me is able to make light of the guy that got uh, convicted by the witness who had one eye. Yeah, that's insane. The one eye witness had one eye. 
Sorry, stop me if you heard that one before. <laughs> this fucking guy. I, yeah. Like you said, I can't imagine spending 30 years in prison and having like a, even a decent attitude, knowing that I didn't do it. I can't imagine spending one year in prison. For real. But like, being innocent, too. I think that's the key. Oh, that's a whole other ball of wax. Because I agree. If I committed a crime, I would have enough trouble committing, uh, doing the time. But yeah, if I'm innocent, holy fuck. Like, I'm going to have the biggest chip on my shoulder imaginable. But as a, as a prisoner, you should just have to do the time or maybe be rehabilitated in a course or something. You shouldn't have to be beaten or attacked. Like, we, uh, we have trouble finding co- compassion for prisoners, yeah. even if they are guilty. Like, what's the, when's enough is enough as a punishment? I mean, I think it really depends on the crime, right? And that's the part that's not, you know, a, a murderer is shown the same, eats in the same lunchroom as the tax evasion guy. Yeah, but it's funny. I mean, that's probably not the case. But well, when you talk about punishment, like we, there's so many murderers that do seven years, rapists that do five year bids because like they couldn't get a full case, so they had to get them to plea out or and whatever. We like, all think they deserve more. Yeah, I'm just saying, like. You ever heard of White Boy Rick? Yeah. From Detroit? Yeah, and they made a movie about him. Yeah, yeah, starring McConaughey, yeah. So, like, White Boy Rick, he's locked up for, like, 70 years. And what's even crazier is they then got him for an additional five years in Florida, which would normally be served concurrently. So, like, it would, they, would just, they wouldn't even tack it on to the end. It would be like, you're doing 70, the five is in there somewhere. They did that so that if he ever got exonerated of the crimes he didn't commit, he would have to go to Florida to do five years, and that's exactly what happened. So, like, the system is so fucked. If they want you, if they want you locked up, if you have, if the U.S. government wants you locked up, you're going to be locked up for an indeterminate amount of time. They don't give a shit. And like you said, the system is built on a revolving door. Like they want everyone to come back. There's no rehabilitation. I mean, the the prison. There are so many systems that are fucked up, and that's the problem. Yeah. But the prison system, it seems like there's at least a beginning point that is easy enough to do, which is no private prisons, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. we, as the government, are at least going to operate the places where we are storing our prisoners. And we're not going to do it for profit. Because you, you don't want a prison to succeed. No. Ideally. Right. Yeah. The last you thing just you want, want is to, to... You don't want a prison I guess you to want be it to break beholden even. to shareholders. Cost neutral. But, I mean, how um, is it going to be cost neutral, though? That's my question. Then you need the labor. It can't be. This no, is, but I, I, first <clears> of all, you, they have way too many people in prison, and they won't have that many people if they're having to foot the bill, I imagine. But they have way too many people in prison. Like during COVID, they were letting out violent criminals and we had a problem with that. So I guess. No, they have way too many people in prison, meaning our prisons are bogged down with like dime bag users. Mm-hmm. Well, you said about all those examples of the three strikes there, you're out. Know? Which is just another people way being, to fuck people over. That was Joe Biden over. and uh, Bill, Bill Clinton. Clinton but yeah. Whatever, the, stealing a chocolate bar. And I mean, we have a way more lenient judicial prison system here i'm sure than america but i I remember when that came out but that three strike system was like it was just so flawed what did nothing it did nothing crime is is, i I guess crime might be better than it is and someone could say point to that well no it just fucked over like 
not innocent people necessarily, but people who are doing like petty crimes, but they were in poor neighborhoods, blocking them together to become a huge crime. Minorities that they spend their life in jail for. That's well, the, the three strike rule is three felonies. I know, but the problem was it was happening was they'd get them on. So somebody goes to rob a bank, let's say, okay, yeah, that should be one strike. Mm-hmm. In that robbery, there are. 15 felonies, one, two, three in that one time. That's your three strikes. That was like this loophole they were using to just, no, it was. I watched they weren't the doing whole that a thing lot, on but it. My point, they were doing that. My point lot. remains is what they were doing is they were being like, you have three felony drug charges and a felony drug charge is like a gram of cocaine. So it would be like, you have three felony drug charges, 25 to life. And it's like, well, do first of all, do we the taxpayer want to pay for this drug addict to have three square meals a day? For 25 years? No, we probably don't. We probably want to make that person, we probably want to get that person clean and then integrate them back into society. But we don't do that. Someone should make a movie about the Stanford experiment. They did. They did. Oh, they did? Yeah. Yep. A documentary or a no, no, movie? No, movie with, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy who played Prefontaine. I can't, I can't remember. But you've both seen it. I've seen it, yeah. Is it a good movie? I think they took some liberties in the way they portrayed it, but uh, but if the experiment is actually true as reported, just what does it say about us that we're not far off of chimp empire or able to actually wield any sort of power in a responsible way? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's um, like human instinct to do that or if it's we live in a society where everybody wants to make so much money that your initial thing is to just try and grab as much power as you can because eventually that translates to but as they were talking about it comes down to the most minute situations like sir please the lineup starts over there or or whatever it may be tsa um a bouncer at a club no, you see it all the time, man. You see it. And we're all the bigger pe- person when it happens. No, like, dude, Barrymore's, those bouncers used to be a fucking, their own gang. No, but you never, you, we, we always um, comply with ridiculous power trips. Oh, I see what you're doing here. Fine. Or do you stand up and say, you're being an asshole? Not in Canada. I don't know. I've multiple times in my life stood up and said, you've been an asshole. I've also been fired for many jobs, so... I find it doesn't happen much to me. I think it happens more if you work someplace. Like, uh, I guess it happens at one of my jobs. Yeah, you're unionized, aren't you? There's a whole array of power. Someone has a power over the dishwasher. Someone has a power over. I don't wield any of my power, though. Do you have power? Not really. Okay. So, so you're, you're so wielding nothing. So it's hard to wield yeah. nothing. You're probably a bad example. This guy's just holding the part of the sword that you hold on to. There's no blade. <laughs> But is that way? Because I think uh, if you do mushrooms or something, you don't want that power. I don't know. You don't feel the need to have that power. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have zero interest in having power. I have interest in having money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of money would be fucking great. And I don't want more money so I can boss people around. I want money so I can buy things that I can't buy myself now. Like an island to fuck off to. <laughs> whatever the fuck it is. It doesn't even matter whatever it is, you know? But I have zero interest in power. I guess I want, I don't like working for somebody else. So I want to be my own boss. So I want that much power at least. You, you know what I'm saying? To not have to like 
nine to five for somebody else. But, but I have it, zero but, interest in like bossing people around. But you kind of have to, right? If you, I have to because it's yeah. my job. But that's what I'm saying is if you want But I do it as minimally as possible I get it, and but, as politely as but possible. But if you want to not work for someone, I guess in a way you have to have some power, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So Whether speak, you want it or not. Go ahead, Kamar. I'm sorry. Speaking of the job that they're talking about is being the prison guard. And there are, I mean, they went into it, obviously, the defensive law enforcement that are good and bad. And Joe compared himself to the prison guard because he worked. He at brought the, his story um, up. He knows. He knows what it's like to 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 have that power to to really abuse that power. And he was such a big man that he just walked away from it all. Put on his Robin right. Hood cloak and walked away. Yeah, just became one of the people. But I mean, like he is now. He's yeah, just a, a man of the people, a billionaire for the people. Cops walk around people thinking someone could be a criminal here. Hopefully, most of them are not, and they're dicks. But if you're walking around and everyone you're walking around is a criminal, it's hard to be a nice prison guard, mm-hmm. right? Well, you're for sure going to have some animosity towards the prisoners because it's they are actually some of them trying to hurt you. My uh, is this a horrible? My brother-in-law was a prison guard. Did it affect him? Um, he has some pretty crazy stories. Yeah, I would and assume. I'm sure he has a little bit of PTSD. Because watching some of the stuff that he, you know, I'm sure has seen is... uh, Do you think he's like an optimist? Well, he's done now. He made it through his time. An optimist? I don't know. He just like thinks less or more of humanity. I don't... I'm pretty sure he sees less. uh, You know, you just Because of that. Well, it's like uh, you're not seeing the real world. You're seeing... You're seeing survival of the fittest, which is the worst of us. First of all, the, like Lord of the Rings, the, the, the people the fly, who sorry. have chose to, you know, a lot of the time not follow any of the rules of society all gathered together in one place. Like you're talking about Thunderdome, you know, some of the shit he talks about and it all look, you go into prison and you have to get in a gang like the whole thing is just so ass backwards. I think we're also, you know, in the States, it's different. Like there's. You could end up at a min like depending on your crime, you could end up at a cushy minimum security. Not every prison is a maximum security hellhole, right? Okay, sure. Like we have, well, no, but yeah. I'm just yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. make the distinction. Like he worked at our top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kingston, of course, yeah. Kingston's Penn, yeah. You know? Kingston is the the or, maximum or Jollyville or yeah, yeah. whatever the hell it is. What I'm Joyce saying Hill. though is like you can you know you could be in a state penitentiary that's not that bad. You could be in a state pen that's absolutely terrible. You could be in a maximum like Sing Sing. That's awful. Um, what's the one in fucking Pelican Bay, like if you're in Pelican Bay, you're pro- you've probably done something heinous, and you're with the worst of the worst of the worst. So yeah, there's definitely places where I I just I think we're doing like you know just because you go to prison doesn't mean you're necessarily going to get ass raped or have to join the Aryan Nation first night. Look, you you have to have a place where you send people who break the law. Yeah, because otherwise you have a society that'll fucking become Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like Plus we had that AI shit we were talking about. There needs to be a totally different system of rehabilitation for people who don't commit heinous, right? Like you go to prison, we have to be nice, whatever jail it is. If you're like a, you got put in for marijuana and you're going into like, you're going to come out more of a criminal than you went in. 
Yeah, what was that line from Blow? He's like, I went in with a BA in marijuana right. and I came it, out with a master's uh, in cocaine. The, it, exactly my point. So those, uh, anyways, you can't, there has to be different prisons for different people, right? Well, yeah, but they kind of have that. That's the idea of the maximum security. They versus... have two different prisons. It almost seems like there needs to be, I don't know. Minimum maximum. prisons for crimes, maybe segregated by crimes. I mean, the pro well, we already have this problem. I was just going to say you end up then with like, I mean, these maximum security prisons are a nightmare. Do you think if they let out every prison, just they'd all go uh, awry and just commit crimes? Yes, they would. Not all prisoners. I think the majority, first of all, if you, okay, so let's assume there's a million people locked up in Canada. Okay. If you release a million people who don't have jobs or a future. So this is the situation. What do you think happens to them right off the rip? Do you think they're going to go and f like fill out job applications? They're going to work at H&M? I'm just, I don't know. Well, I mean, some, it's not 100%. Some of people are going to come out, you know, wanting to follow the straight and narrow, I imagine. But that's where I was getting to. Say someone like Bruce, and I don't even know if they got into it. He's getting some money from somebody, I'm assuming. You know, in a lot of these situations, well, Josh Dubin said there was a, from the a government, GoFundMe yeah. set up as well. Well, and I assume he, he can get money from for wrongful. If, he, never, if it was proven wrong, they pay you. We're, assume, we're assuming he wasn't this. released on that. He was uh, he got a what's it called? Clemency. Clemency. That's okay. different. So that's different. If you go in front of a judge and they say that the, the evidence we have proves that you didn't do it, I think that's different. Then you can sue for mm -hmm. wrongful imprisonment. But I think with a, a clemency... Like, you know that story here that there's a tragically hip song about it? 38 years old, never kissed a girl. Yeah. I'm assuming that's the song. That's not the song, I don't think, is it? Okay. The one about his brother dying? Is that the one we're talking about? No, it's... Um... Maybe that is the song, Kamara. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Millhaven Penitentiary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are correct. You are correct. So, so the guy is wrongly accused and spends 30 years in prison. It's recognized. He gets a payday. We've all talked about how you can't, you can't put a number. David on. Milgard is that his name? No, I, I think remember. he killed his daughter or something. Oh. No, no, no. That's not Milgard. In any event. What were we just talking about? <laughs> Sorry, my fault, my fault, my fault. We were talking about prisons. Doing 30 years, getting... 30 years and you get compensation. But we, we've always said that it doesn't matter how much money you get, you can't buy that time back, but at least you have something. To all the other guys that you did do the crime, you served 13 years or whatever it is, then to get out and start life, how hard that would be. And who would say, we'll give that guy a bunch of money to get on his feet or whatever, but that's... What's necessary because, you know, as being a fuck up, not even going to jail, having to start over and over again gets harder and harder as the older you get. Come on, 30 years? This guy's never seen a fucking cell phone. It he doesn't know how the internet here. works. Like it is David Milgard, and he got $10 million from the Canadian government. Wow. So there, that's a, that's a, that's a silver lining to, to a, a bad thing. But all the other people who just are getting released, how hard is that to readjust the society well it's like that classic scene in uh shawshank redemption when the guy with the brooks. birds gets out and then he you know brooks was here he just liked it better in jail he couldn't handle the real world he was he was institutionalized that's what they say that's what they say 
Yeah, it's easier on the inside three squares. Well, I just imagine. Okay, imagine, imagine you do thirty years for a crime you did commit. You get released with what you were put in with. What do you do? Like where? Like where do you go? You better hope you have a family that's willing to take you in, because like, or a Josh Dubin. Yeah, but no, but I because Josh Dubin wouldn't be there. What I said is, you did the crime. Oh, like you're, you know, you yeah. you know that you committed the crime. You did your time, and then you get out. Oh no, it's so crazy. People like you hear the horse. This is exactly what you're talking about. But they can't get jobs. Like nobody hires cons. No nope. ex cons. So you come out. You've served your time. You've become a better person, and now you can't work. Well, we found it from Jelly Roll too. Let's say you did get on your feet; they won't give you a home, most likely. Yeah, it, it, it's the. I mean, we're it, we're just parroting the the system is broken. Yeah, they operate in a broken system. I don't even. I don't well, think they really address this issue. But of let's go back. Normal prisoners. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's go back though. Kamar Kamar spoke about the fact that like they probably this shouldn't even be a stat. This shouldn't be something anyone ever looked at. Like the read the correlation between grade one reading levels and prisons shouldn't ever be you know what i mean they never should have looked at that as like planning and again because it's it's all about dollars they did but it should be to raise those reading levels and erase the beds yes that would have been the plays instead of building more prison like beds and bars invest in the education so that we don't have this problem moving forward instead of saying well we just know that we're going to have x amount of criminals in the future we're not even going to try to fix that we're just going to let that go you were talking about it before it was um Jesus Christ. Um, yes. Jesus Christ. Oh, the experiment there. Stanford experiment. Yeah. yeah. So that's just like a it it kind of works itself out in everything really. Even the hippie communes, a lot of them end up as like cults, you know? They're just whenever there is power to be grasped, humans seem to want said power it's just baked into our dna we have a blind spot to do unto others as we would have them do unto us because if you if you if you practice that to the max if everyone then i think we're all good so i so without religion then you think everybody just fucks each other over no because he said hold on well no 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 that's kind of what he said no no no, because his sentence hold on someone how you want to be if you never had the bible and he had just said that like if the if the holy bible was never written and kamar just said treat people the way you want to be treated and you take the Bible out of it, that sentence alone is fine. Like it's it has nothing like to, wildfire. Well, no, but what he's saying no, no, is sound. I, I'm saying though, so you have humans who are born. Okay. The three of us are born and yeah. we grow up together mm-hmm. and not criminals, not criminals. And eventually, um, somebody will, you think we'll just live together in harmony forever. No, what he's saying is if we all adopted the do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I know, but the problem is if you like to get kicked in the balls. We don't know if that's, this is my point, sorry, is we don't know if that's the natural um, do unto others. We learned that from, we learned that from religion, I think. Yeah, but someone came up with that. It wasn't just like it was floating in the air. Someone said, hey, it would be great if if everyone just lived. Like, I want to be treated well, so I'm going to treat you well. Like, the problem what you're saying is, like, if the three of us grow up together and we all have that attitude, but I'm a sociopath. No, no, but why do you have that attitude, I guess, is my point. Because somebody told you to have that attitude. So whatever that somebody is, call it religion, call it 
Isn't it describing empathy? I, I'm saying we're created for the first time. Yeah, okay, but my point remains, like, you want to throw religion on it because someone taught that. What I'm saying is, like, everything, in a way, is taught. So it's a moot point. Like, saying that someone at first was like, hey, it'd be great if you treated me the way I want to be. Okay, so they're doing an experiment with three humans, okay? Okay. Reared from birth. Yeah. You Reared. think You think that naturally those humans will come to the conclusion of... Do unto others as you want done unto you. And I'm wondering if that's the truth. I don't know the answer because I don't know if they've done that experiment yet. I believe, yes, Simon, that by and large, like 70, 80% of the population would just naturally come to a, but we I'm see- going to treat you well because I want to be treated well. We see from like this project that that's not the case, you know? No, so but there was power involved right away. Is that because, is that because it's society societal or is it just baked into us that we want to which is possible right like things are baked into wolves or it could baked be like into you, cats yeah They're but okay hold on hold on you do it to me no no hold on simon i think i have the answer and again i go back to the sociopath like all it takes is one fucking asshole to ruin everything and what i mean is like by and large most of us will just quietly go on with our day and we don't want a lot of negative interaction so if one if there's 10 of us, let's let's expand it to 10. Or let's just keep it to the three of us. If Kamar's a fucking wicked asshole. This is just, we're making this up. It could have been <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, do you see what I'm saying? Like if I, I do, but we're already influenced a million times over. This only works as like newborn babes. Don't you fucking say social construct. Okay, but no, hold no, on. No. Go back to the chimps then. Because you love your chimp empire thing. Like sure. they, you know. They have this like, well, I want someone to, I want someone to groom me, so I have to groom others in order to show that I'm going to reciprocate. Like, it's a, is that, does that make sense to you? That analogy. So it wants something, so it does something. Well, yeah, the to idea that I, it wants, but that's the whole thing is I'm going to treat you well in hopes that you treat me well. It's almost like a, a social contract that we're both blindly hoping to but it's more than that too matt it's like i want this person to groom me because they have a social standing that will help me like you don't know what the i don't know what came first and neither do you that's the whole point those first two monkeys does one groom the other because wait but I, i go back to it someone wrote the bible the bible wasn't just magically placed it wasn't a tablet that was laid down although they might have you believe that someone came up with the term or the saying, treat others as you would have them treat you, right? Like someone thought of that. Am I wrong? Could be Plato. I mean, yeah, I'm just not sure what. Well, my point is, is you were like, do humans naturally get there? The answer, of course, is yes, because someone naturally got there. They wrote it. We on were a, there. They wrote it on a tablet and they wrote it. Well, so they, they, they could have just been talking about the thing they could never achieve. I just, I don't know. What do you mean like the thing that could, racism? Like, sure. He's yeah, coming. I mean, Look at this guy, man. About people. Been drinking some Kool-Aid. No, what are you talking about, though? Because he just said some things that didn't really make sense. Then you agreed because that's what you guys do. No, no, no. We just both understood what we were talking we're on, about. We're the, don't do that because you would never uh, understand what he's talking about. I translate half the shit he says to you. on the same plane. You know, here. you guys are just full um, of fucking. What were we talking about? Exactly. What I'm no, saying is. I just is, don't remember now. What I. We were talking about how do unto others as you would have them do to you. Yeah. And your whole idea is that you don't think we'd all naturally get there on our own. I'm and- just, I'm not sure that we would. I, just going back to the chimps, you didn't let me finish. 
So you have two chimps together for the first time. And we assume that those two chimps look at each other and go, we need to groom each other to keep the bugs off us. We're in agreement and we need to do that. And there's nothing. We're just totally the same. And we're going to groom. You know what I mean? And we don't know if that first chimp didn't think to himself, shit, I better groom this guy. So later on, he owes me a favor. So when I fuck his chimp wife, he's going to be, I'm going to be like, Hey, but I groomed you. Like, I don't know. I don't know what goes through the mind. We're forced to override that. Cause this starts. You think our, all I'm saying is he he was saying his natural thing was to share all the time. I believe it is. Do unto others what we do to you. I believe. To be good. Yes, I believe it's how we got here. It was in our nature to think if I help someone, it's going to be mutually beneficial to me. So if I do unto others as I would have them do, again, I don't know why we're using this stupid biblical thing. That's where we're getting caught up. It, it makes sense to me that Homo sapiens got this it's far. the golden rule, is it not? What? I believe it's the golden rule. Maybe we got this far because only the strong survive. Sure. As opposed to we all love each other. Like, but it has nothing to do with love. It's again, it, it treat each other. That does, like, has nothing to do with love. That's like Vikings a, don't. They don't treat each other the way they want to be treated. They go in and they rape and they pillage. Okay. I'm just okay. But Vikings is a weird one because you chose a period in time like you wanted to go back to when the Bible exactly. was written, but it's now you want to move forward. It's the golden rule. It is the golden rule on the internet, and it goes back to Confucius. 551 BC. So it's not even, it has nothing to do with the Bible. So we, we were there. What I was trying to say, actually, I'd like to get your thoughts on the idea that this started with the prisoner guards wanting, or the, the prisoner guards treating the prisoners how they would want to be treated if they were prisoners. Right? But when I said we are forced, I meant if I'm a soldier, I just want that other soldier to surrender and go home and not fight. But you're forced to kill the other army. And that's that's where we override that. No, if 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 we really practice the go to rule, no one would fight, and no one would go to war. Let me ask you a question. Well, yeah, no two poor people in a trench want to kill each other for some rich asshole. Yeah, mm-hmm. but go they're ahead, forced Simon, to. Sorry. Do you think that jealousy is a normal human emotion? Yeah, like it's, it's biological. It's there's, there a, there's a reason inside for it. Inside us and. To probably protect our uh, siblings or our offspring or something. I would imagine. I don't know what it is, but I imagine that's the case. And jealousy breeds envy. Well, yeah, it just it. That's what changes the dynamic, right? Of to treat each other how you want to be treated. It's if everyone treated everyone how they want to be treated, there would be no uh, inequality. But then you just find something else to feel jealous about. Like that's been proven over and over by human beings, you know? Okay, but, and it's been proven by monkeys too. Like, But what he, does jealousy have to do with what we're talking about? That's what I'm, I'm curious. Because you, can't, you can have one with the other. Like Kamar can say, I really want to treat Simon well because I want him to treat me well. But I'm also jealous of Simon's life. I'm, right? just, like, I'm just showing you that. Um, I, I'm just trying to point out that we have things inside us before... Even if you had nothing, I uh, I don't know. I just, I, I think that human beings are kind of flawed. But you, again, I'll use your logic. You don't know, like, you don't know that jealousy didn't just appear in like a thousand, like once we started having stuff. No, for sure. But just if we're it, like, if the Bible is telling the oldest stories, yeah, 
that one goes right back to like the beginning of the telling of the tales. Sure. The golden Cain, rule. Cain and Abel. No, je- jealousy. Oh. Or, or even Adam and Eve, I guess. So it got added to the mix. I don't know. Okay, but sure. I don't even know what we're talking about. I still go back to it, Simon. Like, think, okay, just let's take, we're a village of 40 people, okay? And we all have to do a certain job to keep the village alive. We're all in agreement that everyone does their thing, whether you're a gatherer, hunter, whatever. We're all working in unison to keep all of us alive. There can still be, like, jealousy within that, but it doesn't mean that we're not all still trying to keep each other alive, right? Yeah, And if you're all sharing everything, then there's no jealousy, right? Well... I mean, we've never, I, I, I don't know. I'm just not sure that works. Like communism, I guess that's, you know. Well, communism, we. If well, it still fails because certain people are in power. But wait, hold on. We know that communism doesn't work on a large scale, but for a village of 50 people in like, you know. In theory. 300 BC, we don't know that in theory it wouldn't have worked in the sense that maybe someone is in charge of just giving everyone a job and they were really good at it and everyone agreed, okay, yeah, I'm going to gather, I'm going to hunt. We don't know. Like you said, we d- we just don't know. No, we absolutely don't know. We don't know. I, I'm just telling you what I think. I think that even in a, even two people, 10 people, a, a group of 30, I think you're going to end up, even if those people don't have anything modern, there's no money, there's no anything, you just end well, up... again, it's perfect that we come back to the prison because you have a test case of all these people stuck in a prison, not treating yeah, each other. The, they want to be treated by raping each other, by stealing from each other. From The problem with that is that these people are already formed, right? Like with life experience and you need like also to whenever, watch babies. Whenever the Stanford prison experiment is brought up, it's always brought up in the way we're bringing it up. If you read into it deeply, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of scientists that say that the guy, I can't remember his name, the guy who put the whole thing on. Um, Fucked up? Yeah, he was like egging Not them on. variable like, or something. He was, yeah, there was, it wasn't control, it wasn't a controlled um, experiment as it should have been. And that's why it got so off the rails, they believe. That's more interesting. Was that brought up in the movie that you watched? I believe so, yeah. I don't remember though. Because that changes everything. I feel like it this wasn't what I'm brought up in the it's movie. Pre- it's presented as it is just human nature. That's what I'm saying. One to oppress the other. If you find out that the scientist involved was was telling one prison guard, hey, why don't you be a little more aggressive and see how this goes? That changes everything drastically. Two shows. Because if it really was just a weekend where students just like played prison and everything went well, I mean, first of all, there's no there's no paper to be written there, right? So you kind of, I don't know. I don't know. In every like group of people and every friend group and every work group, you always watch like um, hierarchies formed power and dynamics. power dynamics formed. Like there's no, it's just, it, show me one example where that okay, hold doesn't on. happen Fine. with a group of people and I'll fucking eat my hat. You okay. Know? But what you're saying makes sense. What we're talking about is a weekend experiment where people were like physically abused beyond like were treated like absolute garbage. There's a difference between like a hierarchy at work. Sure. I guess I just don't think it takes long like this experiment to But, but this is my point. My point remains that if this guy was if this guy was tweaking the experiment in any way, shape, or form, it changes the dynamic of the experiment. Because like I said, if if 18 fucking Stanford students just showed up for the weekend of the week and everything was just like a play prison and no one got hurt and everyone got fed and it was whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's a problem with the whole thing anyways if you know it's a fake prison, right? Like, 
Yeah, well, no, but the idea, well, even, not if it went the way it went and everything was normal, because it would prove that even in this fake prison, people use power to their advantage, right? Yeah, I don't know. So it's hard to use, for example. Well, until we, like, I'm going to read, I'd have to fucking read into it again, but. Anywho. Well, they used it. We used it. Yeah. And it, 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 for me, it's the biggest breakdown, but I get it just how um, armored car guys are sort of on edge. Because they're transporting money and they're just assuming yeah. someone might be out there to rob them. The prison guards are on edge because someone's calling them names. Someone's being a dick to them. They can't. Look, prison is a good example of what happens when society breaks down. When there are no rules. Because all you're doing, like Simon says, you're taking a bunch of people that don't give a shit about the norms of society. You or have how- a place to sleep? Because we always said that's what the big problem. And they, are, and they are fed. But like he said, like rap battles till 4 a.m. You know what I mean? Like just like weird, like... If your neighbor was fucking playing music 10 nights in a row till 5 a.m. blasting, you would call the cops. You would, you know, and eventually you would have them evicted. Like there'd be some sort of, we don't stand for that in society by and large. The worst thing he described is hearing some guy getting beat to death or something in the middle of the night. A couple cells down. Not like the third scene in Shawshank. But like, uh, speaking of, I think we've done it, but I think we should do it again. Yeah. I think we should do it again. Don't look. Shawshank Redemption. You must be able to figure out another prison movie because we've definitely done Shawshank Redemption. But no one got it? Well, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. There's like a million other prison movies. Pick a different one. Well, they mentioned it specifically, but uh, there was also Breakout. Breakout? What the fuck is that? I've never seen With Sly Stallone where he's in a prison and he has to get out. I've never seen it. I've seen Lockup with Sly Stallone. Lockup, that's what I That's where DTA comes from. Oh, don't trust anyone. Yeah. Because that's that's what he tells them in the yard. Did you guys see Alcatraz with Clint Eastwood? Mm-mm. No, but I did see The Rock with <laughs> we've done Sean Connery. We've done, we've the, done rock. the Rock, yeah, for sure. Speaking of Sean Connery on the side, <laughs> have you watched uh, The Hunt for October? Yeah, we've talked about it. It's so oh. weird that they did that in retrospect, right? It's so weird. They would never do that today. But it People is get new- canceled for that shit. You can't even have a different color person do a cartoon of a different color person. But it is a nuclear... Uh, Sub. Yeah, The Hunt for Red Did you October. see Blood In, Blood Out? Yeah, Vatos Locos Forever. Simon, I just love the idea that the first day of shooting The Hunt for Red October, the director was like, okay, and action. And Sean Connery was like, I think this this ship might have to go down. And they were like, okay, cut. And then the director was like, Sean, um, I just want to remind you, you're a Russian sub commander. Yes, yes, I am. Okay, take two. Ready and action. And then he's like, "Yeah, I think the ship's going down." And you know, like, doesn't I, he do kind of a Russian? It's, it's not no, even close. He does not. And his second mate is British as well. He's the guy from Jurassic Park. It's with no accent whatsoever. He's and not then British. Other guys. He's are. New Zealand. Who? Who? Um, forgive Doctor Doctor Grant. Yeah, closer to British than it is yes, to Russian. You're right. Or yes. Slavic or any sort of. Must get good done. They're just like they're not American. That'll do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But there are guys on the boat who speak broken English when it comes to some situations. It's a suspension of disbelief. But it is a nuclear sub tying back into Oliver Stone. But yeah, this week we'll do Blood in Blood Out, one of the most graphic prison movies. It's the JRE movie game. The time has come again. From that and Simon to Rex. We all know they won't guess the year, and the Patreons are the real winners.
a movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what year movie came out, how much it made at the box office, and how much it cost to make. This week we're doing Blood in, Blood Out. Star Benjamin Bratt. Jesse Borrego, Benjamin Bratt, Enrique Castillo, Damien Chapa, and Billy Bob Thornton. Don't I don't remember, remember that at all. No, definitely movie, do don't you? remember that. No, did you? I did not, but this is this is probably one of the most brutal depictions of prison in a movie, also involving gangs I've seen. And I'm sure there's some um, foreign films that have some pretty brutal prison things. Okay, I think I'm ready. But some prisons seem more civilized, like in the name of the father. That was a that's a prison movie as well. Wasn't Great it? prison movie, a British prison or an Irish prison movie. All right, Simon. Okay, you have a so, year. Yeah, I said it came out in 1987. We have the same year. Blood in Blood Out came in 1993. Oh wow, we were not fuck. even fucking close. You're way too far. Oh, back. so okay. Wow. Well, you give about how old you were. It's going to change my box it's off after. Okay. Menace to Society. I just thought I was younger than it's 10. It's after Menace to Society. I'm sure it is. No, it can't be. It yeah, Menace be. came out in like 90. Okay, anyways, let's... Uh, let's okay, I said it cost $6 million and it mm-hmm. made 14.7. I said it cost 4 and it made 22. Well, we're both going to win or we're both going to lose. There's no... <laughs> Budget, $35 million. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Three, five? Yeah. How much cocaine? In 1993? It was a three-hour movie, and they had all those scenes with all those extras, because it was based in a prison over the course of 10 years, 15 years. Simon? It was a big movie. Someone is stealing from me. <laughs> that's a, Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> and gross? Box office, $4,496,000. What? Oh what? What? No it cost thirty six, and it made flop. four. Yeah, four point four. No one wanted to see a, a gang movie about prison Dude, that, where a guy gets fucked by a Christmas tree knife. A Mexican gang movie, a uh, prison gang. Yeah. Wow, that's a terrible. Have we ROI. ever done colors? I don't think so. I'd really like to know that now. Like, if that made money, what the fuck? That's when, when did Menace come out? Nineteen ninety three. Well, I don't oh, think so Menace didn't make. Money no, in no, the no, theaters. No, I know. Maybe um, no, it was just a cult class. Maybe the other one made money in the theaters. I don't know. Um, no, Ice Cube's. Movie. We were wrong. Menace oh. did make money in the theaters. Boys it the- did. Menace Society only cost three point five million. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we and, just take it on two street yeah, corners. Yeah, yeah. And it made what? Like twelve? Thirty. Thirty. Boys in the Hood made Boys money too. Boys in the Hood. That's what Boys I was in the Hood made money. That's sure. got to make money. It had big actors in it. It had. Uh, I mean, no one was big at the time. Well, oh, I guess Lawrence Fishburne true. was the only yeah. like, but he, you know, he had a small part. Like Cuba Gooding Jr. wasn't well known at the time. I don't think so. No, Ice Cube was. Neither was Ice Cube. He was no. It was his but first. Was a- yeah, he wasn't an actor. Yeah, but I guess yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I guess Menace benefited on the success of uh, Boys in the Hood. How much do you think it costs to make? I think it costs like twelve million. Yeah, there wasn't any like locations. I'm gonna s- Singleton. I'm gonna say it cost. What did you say? 12. 15. 6.5. Wow. And it grossed like 50? 57.5. Yeah, that did well. But I mean, we say it every time. If you haven't seen the Shawshank Redemption, uh, go watch it. Even though it is. uh, If you haven't seen Lock Up, go watch it. Great. 
Great movie. Order of Embrace there. That's the movie game where Matt Simon go ahead and... That's our biggest loser by far that we've done ever. No. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no. no. Yeah, well, dude, $30 million lost? I don't think no, there's another no. film well, on here that has a loss that big. Loss. No, no, no. No complete fucking bombs. way. Complete bombs. No shot. No fucking shot. That is by far. I'm going to go back because I don't buy it. That's a huge loser. You keep going, Kamar. Um... So the reason why I think it's valuable to listen to this is uh, the optimism in Bruce and seeing someone react to the worst situation possible. It's inspiration and that you can... See, does he turn his life around? Or he was just a good guy that got fucked? No, he said he was going to use it as a way to better himself, and he did. Like like a jelly roll. Well, he had a drug charge, so he had... Prior, right? That's why they threw the book. No, out. but he said he used all the school. He yeah, used yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, he, he used his time in could. well. I get. I'm not saying that. I'm just. He did his time. His time didn't do him. But Kamar, it's, it's just inspirational. Yeah, the reason these are the most important episodes Joe does too is because like this affects everyone. This this could happen to anyone you know, or you. Well, yeah. Like imagine you if you got locked up and spent thirty years in prison, ten years for something you did not do. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's what he said. And if you stop and do that, then it's just like, it takes your breath away. I can't imagine a worse, like, terrible. And it's it's worse, uh, everyone knows it happens to you, or no one knows? I just can't. Like, like, I got a deal to go to trip on, to Mexico. I'll see you guys next week. It's crazy that we're at this level of sophistication as a civilization and this kind of shit still goes down, though. That's what's really like. Well, you would assume I could communicate with you guys for the next 10 years if I wanted to or if you wanted to. Right? I'm assuming that. What? Like, if I got locked up in a Canadian penitentiary, if you wanted to ask me how I was doing, you could call me, you could write me a letter, there's some sort of way. Mm-hmm. For me to have contact with the outside world, mm-hmm. whereas it could happen in a situation where no one even knows where you are. If you're in like another country, whatever the situation, that'd just be horrifying. Well, prisons in other countries—that's a whole different fucking ball game, man. Nightmare. This is our like uh, holiday in. Well, no, but like it's uh, it, it's broken here and over there. It's broken in a totally different way. There's a story uh, that they're. Uh, I think maybe moving Paul Bernardo to medium security. Yeah, I saw that. Hmm. So they just want him to get killed? Is that... Uh... That's an interesting angle. No, I think it's 30 years later. I'm, I'm not even sure, like... Mercy. Somebody wants to get famous from killing maybe, a serial maybe. killer. There's no... that. The second you put those guys back into re- uh, regular population, they're... Well, the person that kills just setting Paul Bernardo be has no sway over... Did he get life for 25? Because he's got to be creeping up on 25. I think he got life. I think she got. Well, she's out. Yeah. She's in Montreal. Yeah, that's crazy. It's so crazy to think about. It it is one of our craziest to date. Well, I mean, just any serial killer getting out, you should be in prison forever, period. If you're. If you you kill more than one person, like you obviously didn't learn your lesson, right? Like you're. Listen, if you're a serial killer, life. For sure. But it's not even three people at the same time. I mean, like, on different occasions, you there should be no release for you. Look, I truly believe if we know... No release for you. I truly believe that if we know beyond any shadow of a reasonable doubt that you committed multiple murders, the, the death penalty should 
I don't know why we would pay for someone to stay a lot. Like, I understand that if it's, there are people that are locked up and 25 years later, DNA gets them off. So I understand why we don't have the death penalty, but there's certain cases where it's like, it's just so obvious. Why would we, the taxpayer, pay for someone to live for 30 years just to punish them? Like, how much do you think it costs to have a prisoner for 30 years? What do you think that costs the taxpayers? I think it's something like $50,000 a year minimum for a prisoner. Yeah, so 30 years? That's fucking, that's a shit ton of money. It can't be that much. It probably is that much. Though. That's so much money. It's $15 million, isn't it? No. Je ne sais pas. Um, when asked what he thought was most important, Bruce said uh, quality relationships. That's all life's about. Bear that in mind. And then he said a beautiful um, this was a speech he was giving about being the dandelion, thriving in any situation. I mean, that's just what's most important about this podcast is it's depressing but positivity and uplifting. And then uh, I don't know if you guys watch it. No, I watched a bit of it, but I listened to most of it. At the very end, they actually show the moment he walks out the gate and uh, it's reunited family. Yeah, they, family. Get, they started crying. Yeah. It's so weird because you're like, oh, I, would you be spiking the football? <laughs> like, who send it? But it's just like a genuine smile. And I can't imagine that. Unfathomable. Feeling. Well, that's, that's the other thing. I don't know how it act because I could not imagine it. No. 30 that's, years. For Dude, something I've been, you didn't do. I've That's been, the real fucking kick I've been alive eyes. for 40. This guy went in when I was 10. So I cannot... Yeah, and knowing that you didn't do it. But I guess that's part of it, too, is like, if you if you know you didn't do it, I, I, I guess you just have to do what he did, which is first day, just hit the books. And maintain hope that you'll... Yeah, and like somebody never... Somebody will come to their senses as opposed to somebody who knows they're just doing their yeah. bit. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you know you have nothing but time... Then yeah, write as many letters, contact as many people, dude. His his oceans of gratitude sign off. Holy fuck! They also mentioned the one prosecutor that had so many cases that were dirty. That only got like three years, but he didn't even get busted for those cases. He got busted as a defense lawyer. It's almost like an OJ thing. Yeah, but it's a broken system. It's just part of the broken. The penalty system. for abusing the system should be worse than the crime. I agree. Yes, a hundred percent. Well, look at it's like I said earlier. If you're if you're going to be tough on crime with drugs to deter people from selling drugs in in your country, then guess what? Deter it the other way. Be fucking super tough on shitty judges and prosecutors that go out of their way to fucking lock innocent people up. Like that should be an immediate stain on your. If you're a district attorney and you you lock someone up, that's the problem though. Is a lot of those district attorneys are retired. You know what I mean? The district attorney that locked him up probably retired. It may be better now, or hopefully is better now. Not better now. I'm just saying, what do you do? Like, if you're exonerated oh, 30 uh, years later. Oh, limitations. Well, I mean, I'm not, yeah, just, I, you know, it's, I don't know. It's crazy. Well, I hope I'm never in that position because I've got less days ahead of me than I have behind me. So, you don't really know really miss these years. Well, no, I do not know. Science. I was, X factors. Dude, I was at my grandmother's 90th birthday. Her aunt is there and she's a hundred. She was well, shucking I know and you'll driving. be there because you got great genes. We'll see. It doesn't sound as well for the men on my side, but so that's it. Kamar, you're done. We're done. I mean, it's it, listen to you for yourself. It's, it's listen, I like, I let's give Joe his flowers. Cause we like to shit on him a bunch. He said he would do this quarterly. Yep. He's been a man of his word. Yep. He's probably doing more for this movement than anyone before 
him so true ever has yep. the man deserves his flowers he's stuck by his word he really like again he doesn't have to do any of this the fact that he does it all the fucking power to yep. him. five and all the power to bruce by bruce brian brian yeah five no I'll give it a four that's a five pretty much we all know how that goes all right well that's it if you made it this far we appreciate the shitter to thank you so much Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. For that $5 a month, you'll get a bunch of extra content. You'll get old episodes of This Won't Age Well. You'll get the post show. It's the show show we shoot the shit. And you'll also get a few new episodes of We May Be Garbage. We May Be Trash. You might be trash. You might be trash. Working total. (laughs) For the three episodes we're going to do. That's it. Mr. Other- Perfect Dude. Let's do Mr. this. <laughs> Mr. Perfect Dude. Other than that, we uh, thank you so much for listening or watching. We hope you have a great week. We hope you enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.